It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Ghana's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be looking at Ghana's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Uh, for those looking for a quick version of this, you can skip to near the end of the video or the podcast. Uh, the last four or five minutes, I'd say, where we summarize the likely starters. And for a little more, just prior to that, with about 10 minutes remaining, we'll have some discussion on the squad, the main issues with the squad, how we see their overall strength and what they look like going into the cup, as well as the players and issues to look out for. So we'll put those uh, times in the show notes so you can find the part that you're most interested in. For those looking for a deeper dive, we go through the players to explain why we think they are candidates and we give some information on their history and their standing with the squad. So the way we do this uh, is first by organizing the players into their designated positions. It should be noted that these are a, a little bit artificial since players don't always play in their coded position, but it's nevertheless a good way to organize the discussion. Then we go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, we try to predict how likely the player is to make the team. Uh, that's based mostly on their recent participations, but a couple of other factors as well. Uh, we categorize these players into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. We're also going to mention uh, big players who have recently retired and make note of any who uh, we know to be currently injured. And we'll also try to determine which players will be starters and which will be substitutes. Right, now, for those uh, who are following on YouTube, we run a very simple graphic where we list the names, and you can actually see the players' names and how they're spelled. We might actually uh, be mispronouncing a few of them. And uh, it's the same uh, broadcast for the podcast. So for listeners, we're going to try to repeat the names a few times to help listeners familiarize themselves uh, with those names. So that when they step onto the field, you have some idea uh, of who they are. But that's as much as we can do at this point. Uh, but as the rosters are being published, we will do an update episode. So that will essentially be going over our predictions, updating them based on uh, more information from the games played between now and then, and revealing which players were selected when the rosters are actually published. So keep your eye out for that uh, in probably early November, an update on uh, each team and their players. Okay, well... We're going to begin with a bit of overall discussion. We did do a podcast for Ghana in the lead up to the 2021 African Cup, which confusingly took place in early 2022. And um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll just start with a couple of things we noticed from that podcast. Uh, so one of the things, there are three things here. Uh, one of them is that they seemed uh, pretty undecided on who their goalkeeper was. And we'll talk more about that as we uh, go through the podcast, especially when we hit the goalkeepers. Another thing we noticed is that uh, they were um, a bit overloaded with central midfielders. 
So uh, a lot of the players, and even a lot of the players who were starting a lot, were central midfielders. We kind of wondered how they were going to fit them all onto the field. The same is kind of true for attacking midfielders. Uh, but now we have more light uh, on that, uh, seeing how they set up in the African Cup and uh, in the games that followed. Um, and I guess uh, alongside uh, a lot of central midfielders, uh, we noticed that they have few right and left midfielders, actually few right and left wingers too. So uh, very uh, players who are coded very centrally in the field, but not so much on the outsides. And we will talk about that. And uh, finally, we noticed that they basically had no forwards, no players that we coded as definite or likely uh, in the forward line. So through the podcast, we'll see how they coped with that. Uh, next, we're going to take a look at their formations for recent games. And uh, boy, oh boy, they've really been all over the place. Um, they have. Uh, we're talking about now three games in the African Cup. They got knocked out in the group stage there, quite disappointingly. That cost the manager his job. Uh, game one was with Morocco, and game two with Gabon, and game three with uh, Comoros. Uh, that was all for the African Cup, but they played uh, quite a few games since, six games since. And the first two were against Nigeria uh, in qualifying for this 22 uh, 2022 World Cup. Well, Nigeria was expected to win that, uh, but uh, Ghana did. Uh, so coming off a poor African Cup, they made it to the World Cup, so good for them. And then they had two games. So that was two games with Nigeria home and away, the playoff. And then they had two games for African Cup 2023 qualifying. Those were in June. Uh, and so they played at home to Madagascar and away in Central African Republic. And finally, they participated in a kind of a friendly tournament in Japan. So uh, we regard these games as friendlies. And one was against Japan and the other was against Chile. Uh, so they never used uh, the same lineup twice in a row. And in fact, over the course of those nine games, never used any single formation more than once. Oh, wait, they did. They used a 4-2-3-1 three times. They used a 4-3-3 twice. They used a 4-4-2 uh, once. Uh, no, that looks like twice. And uh, to cap things off in those two friendlies in Japan, they uh, used formations uh, that they had not used before. So a 5-3-2 and a 4-4-1. So uh, the only real thing I can say about that, other than the fact that they haven't locked down a consistent formation, is that they generally have uh, four or five players in the midfield. So that uh, goes a little way to explaining why they have so many uh, central midfielders and central attacking uh, midfielders. All right, well, let's move on to uh, talk about the players. And we begin with the manager. So uh, their manager, I'll begin with the outgoing manager uh, because he got fired uh, after the African Cup. And that is Milovan Rajavak. Uh, Milovan Rajavak was actually coaching Ghana for the second time in his career. He coached them uh, around 2010, where they performed uh, very well in the World Cup. Uh, but not so well this time. As you know, uh, they were knocked out in the group stage and that cost him his job. 
So the incoming manager is uh, Ado, uh, sorry, Otto Addo. Uh, Otto Addo. I'm just organizing the graphics here on the uh, YouTube version. Otto Addo. So Otto Addo was a manager, uh, is the new manager, was a player uh, for Ghana around uh, 2000 to 2008. Uh, sorry, his actual career spans 1998 to 2006. So he only had uh, 15 caps and two goals for the club, but he did play in a few tournaments uh, uh, but it's only a starter in the 2000 African Cup. He was born in Germany. And uh, prior to getting the job uh, as manager of the national team, he was actually appointed interim manager after they fired Radjevic. But uh, he had been in and around the Ghana national team uh, for quite a few years as an assistant manager and uh, as a scout actually around 2016. But uh, he had similar jobs for some clubs in Germany, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Borussia Dortmund. He was a talent coach. Then he became an assistant coach with uh, Borussia Dortmund. So kind of moved his way up. Anyway, uh, manager uh, Otto Addo, we'll put as a definite because it would be a surprise if they changed at this point. And uh, we move on to goalkeepers. So what I'm going to do here is just introduce the names I'll be talking about. It gives a little context when we talk about the uh, the situation. So the first name, which we have as a definite, is uh, Lawrence Atizigi. And then as a likely, we have Jojo Wolcott, uh, sorry, Jojo Wallacott, uh, sometimes called Joe Wallacott. Uh, as a possible candidate, we have the uh, veteran keeper Richard Ofori, not such a veteran actually, but a veteran among these, as we'll see. And we also have uh, Abdul Nuruddin as a possible candidate. And then as uh, seems to be off the squad is uh, Razak Abalora, but there is a reason we, we uh, are including them in the discussion. Uh, and the reason is usually they're kind of, they've been around recently enough that we think there's a, an outside chance they'll be called back. Uh, another seems to be off the squad is Richard Atta, uh, Gladton Awako, and Abdul Fatawu Dauda. So we won't go into detail on those players. And uh, I suppose if they're selected, we will uh, go into more detail in the update podcast. So going back to the top, um, Actually, going back to what I said earlier, they were undecided on goalkeepers uh, going into the 2021 African Cup earlier this year. And uh, they ended up bringing very little experience into the Cup. I must say, I was a bit surprised that they didn't bring uh, Richard uh, Ofori, uh, at least until... Uh, <laughs> um, at least until we, we learned that he had been injured uh, however, he's now recovered, but doesn't still doesn't seem to be involved much. So they ended up bringing uh, new players uh, into the cup. So it was Richard Ofori in the 2019 African Cup, uh, but they went with Jojo Wallacott as their starter in 2021. However, uh, in games since then, they now seem to be favouring Lawrence Atizigi. 
So that's why we have him as a definite to make the cup, although we're still a bit unsure who the starter will be. And um, yeah, they uh, they only brought actually two games, uh, two goalkeepers, it seems, to those friendly games in Japan. And um, we'll include that in our discussion here. Okay, so let's begin with uh, Lawrence Atizigi. So uh, the reason we have him as a definite is that he started two of their games since the recent African Cup and was on the bench for three others. So we think he's definitely going to be there, at least as a substitute. And that's what he was in 2021. Uh, he was on the roster and uh, saw no action uh, there. Uh, he was also uh, on on the roster for the 2019 African Cup, a backup keeper who saw no action. And he's been with Ghana since 2017. Uh, he's got 10 caps now and is 26 years old. And he plays for St. Gallen in Switzerland and was with Sochaux in France before that and Red Bull Salzburg before that. So his first tournament was the 2019 African Cup. Uh, and as I said, he was a bench player for 2019 and 2021 African Cup, but uh, has um, recently been starting games. Uh, moving on to the likely candidate, Jojo Wallacott. Um, he um, started the first three games uh, since the African Cup uh, in January. However, he was not selected for the last three matches. So that kind of moved him down to uh, to the likely category uh, in our view. Uh, he would have been in the definite category and probably will uh, reach uh, play in the cup, uh, be selected for the cup. Uh, he was the starter in the 2021 African Cup. Um, a bit of a surprise choice, really, because his first cap had been in uh, 2021. And by now he has 10 caps and is 26 years old. He plays for uh, Charlton Athletic, I think recently moved to Charlton Athletic in England uh, from Swindon. And he played for Bristol uh, before that. Uh, so really not very big clubs in England, not a big club affiliation there. So uh, we were, excuse me, I had to cough. We were a bit surprised that he, he kind of quickly came in as a starting keeper for 2021. But as, uh, as we've seen, he may be uh, on his way out now. Uh, two of those matches were friendlies in Japan. So uh, we shouldn't put too much into that, although most of their top players did show up. But uh, a bit concerning that he hasn't uh, been selected for the last three matches. All right, moving on to the possible candidate, Richard Ofori. So uh, we've said a couple of things um, about him being a veteran, but actually he started none of their games since the African Cup, and he was only on the bench for the first two of these, so not selected for the last four matches. So uh, when I saw that he was injured, I thought, oh, okay, well, he'll probably kind of come back into the picture. And he, he did a little bit, but not as much as expected. Um, he was their starter for the 2019 African Cup, 
Um, but as we said, not selected in 2021, it turned out because he was injured. So he has uh, been with the squad since 2015 and has 25 caps. And uh, he's still young for a goalkeeper at 29 years old. And he plays for the Orlando Pirates in South Africa and was with Maritzburg in South Africa before that. So he was a substitute uh, or a backup keeper in the 2017 African Cup, where he uh, did start game three, but that was a B-team game. Uh, and then was a starter in 2019, injured for 2021. All right, the next possible candidate is Abdul Nuruddin. Uh, Abdul Nuruddin uh, started actually the last of their six games, their six recent games. So that was one of those uh, friendlies in Japan. But he was also on the bench for four of the six games. So we think he's a, a very possible candidate uh, to be selected for the squad, even if he uh, is a backup keeper. He's only been on the squad since this year, uh, 2022, and he has uh, two caps. Uh, he plays for Eupen in Belgium, and uh, interestingly, because this World Cup is in Qatar, he uh, came out of the Aspire Academy uh, in Qatar, that famous academy that has uh, produced most of Qatar's players. Uh, so he was a backup keeper for the African 2021 uh, Cup, and that was his first uh, cup, of course. So I should actually... Um, yeah, no, it's a 2021 Cup, but it was in 2022. Okay, and the uh, other players, we have uh, four goalies who seem to be off the squad now. So I'll just quickly tell you why uh, they appear here. So uh, Razak Avalora uh, has four caps for the team uh, since 2020, and uh, but he last appeared for the team in June 2021. So it looks like uh, he was kind of... Um, a, a consideration for the squad who who didn't end up making it. Next one is Richard Atta, and uh, he was actually a, a backup keeper in the 2021 African Cup, but he hasn't appeared even on the bench since then. Uh, so he uh, doesn't have any caps for the teams, and he plays in Ghana for one of their main teams, Heart, uh, Hearts of Oaks. The third one is Gladstone Awako, and he last appeared for the national team uh, in a qualification game in March 2021. So uh, hasn't really been a consideration um, uh, for the A team. He actually was for the uh, African uh, National Championship, uh, which is a local tournament. And uh, he's eligible to play for that because he plays in Africa, also with Heart of Oaks. So uh, not likely uh, there, and he's 32 years old. So uh, I really doubt he's going to be there. Finally, Abdul Fatawu Daouda uh, last appeared for the national team in November 2020. Now, he was part of the uh, uh, team. Um, he had 26 caps from 2008 to 2020. He's probably too old now because he is uh, 37. Um, but he was basically a backup keeper uh, in most of those tournaments from 2008 to 2017. And he was even the starter in the 2013 African Cup, but uh, seems well out of the picture now. So if we go over the uh, key names again, we have Lawrence Atiziga as a definite, as in terms of being selected. 
Um, and we have Jojo Walcott as likely, and we have uh, Richard Oforo and Abdul Nuruddin as possibles. Now, uh, I wouldn't be bold enough to say who I think is going to start there. Uh, Lawrence Abdiziga and Jojo Walcott seem to have kind of an equal chance, but I guess that kind of comes down to why Jojo Walcott missed those last three games, and I'm not sure what the reason is. So perhaps we'll get more light on that uh, when, when we do the update podcast. All right, moving on to defenders. We do have a category for general or versatile defenders, but Ghana doesn't have anyone in that position, so we move to central defenders. And uh, we'll begin actually with a player moving out of the picture, or is out of the picture, but a veteran, uh, John Boy. So uh, we'll just talk about him in, uh, enough to show that there's, there's a bit of a gap after he left. Uh, Daniel Amarty is a definite candidate, and he was actually there before Boy left. Uh, uh, but Boy seems to be replaced by the likely candidate, um, the candidate we have as likely, Alexander Jiku. Uh, we have a couple of uh, possible candidates. One is Joseph Adu, and uh, the other is Jonathan Mensah. Oh, we have a few, actually. Uh, we have Abdul Mumin, and we have Adu Seydu. Uh, sorry, Aladu Seydu. And then we have a couple who seem to be off the team in Ismail Ganiu. And uh, Nicholas Opoku. So we'll just give them a quick mention. And we'll go back to the beginning by talking about John Boy. Now, I won't give his whole biography. Uh, people who are familiar with Ghana will uh, be quite familiar with that name, at least. Uh, he was on the team since 2008 and had 70 caps uh, over that period. But he last played in 2020. So uh, I mentioned him really because he was a starter in the African Cup 2017 and 2019. He played cups uh, all, the, all the way from the 2012 African Cup, but I won't review that. Uh, he was a starter and um, he actually got ejected uh, in game one in the 2019 African Cup. Um, so that... Um, he seemed a bit bewildered when he got his uh, red card um, there. Uh, but anyway, so that uh, pretty much in, uh, meant the end for him. He did uh, return to start games three and four in that tournament, but he didn't. Uh, um, he wasn't really even a candidate for the uh, 2021 African Cup because he played his last game in November 2020. Uh, so uh, there we have it. He's uh, he's 35 years old, so basically aging out. So we'll talk about uh, uh, that gap that needed to be filled. However, uh, it wasn't Daniel Amarty who filled that gap, but we consider Daniel Amarty a, a definite candidate. He started all six of their games since the African Cup uh, in 2020, in January this year, and he was a starter in, in that cup too, starting and finishing all games. Um, he's been with the squad since 2015 and has 43 caps and is uh, 28 years old, and he plays for Leicester in England. He was with Copenhagen in Denmark before that, 
uh, and Jur Gardens in Sweden. But he's been with Leicester for a long time, since 2016. And his first tournament was the 2015 African Cup, where he was a starter and also um, also a starter in the 2017 African Cup. However, uh, for the 2019 African Cup, he had a broken ankle, so uh, wasn't uh, wasn't there for that cup, but came back in 2021 to start. So he looks like a fixture uh, in central defence. Uh, the other one, I wouldn't say it's up for grabs because Alexander Jiku seems to have grabbed it. Uh, he started the first two of their six games since the African Cup. However, he wasn't played for the last, uh, sorry, he wasn't selected for the last four matches. So he seemed to grab it, but now uh, may, may have slipped from his grasp uh, to beat that metaphor to death. Uh, okay, so he actually has been with the team just since 2020, but has 17 caps and even one goal since then. Uh, he's 28 years old, so a fairly latecomer to the squad. He plays for Strasbourg in France, where he was born actually, and all of his clubs have been uh, in France, starting with the Bastia Youth Club. So, um, yes, he kind of came into the picture quickly and seized the starting position alongside uh, Daniel Amarty, was the starter and finisher in the 2021 African Cup. But as I've said, in the last couple of games, uh, last four games, he hasn't been selected. So maybe we'll get more information on why that is. But uh, that uh, is why we moved him from definite to likely. So other candidates who might move into the position or who might be selected for the cup uh, and be on the bench, uh, Joseph Adu, Joseph Adu. So he started none of their six games since the African Cup, but he well, he was on the bench for the first two of those. And he wasn't selected for the 2021 African Cup. He was selected for the preliminary squad, but didn't make the final cut. Uh, but he's kind of still in the picture um, because he was involved in the 2019 African Cup as a uh, bench player. And he appeared in game three there, starting and finishing. Uh, it should be said he lined up. Um, uh, no, no, he was a central defender there. Okay, and the uh, part of the other reason uh, we we see him as likely uh, as possible is because his club is Celta de Vigo in Spain and Genk in Belgium, which are fairly uh, reputable clubs. Uh, he's been with Ghana since 2019 and has 10 caps, and he's 27 years old. So uh, kind of still around, especially playing um, or especially appearing on the bench after the recent African Cup. So maybe he will get onto the squad. Uh, Jonathan Mensah is also a possible candidate, and he's a real veteran with the team. Uh, but we'll tell you why we selected him here as a possible. He started one of their four games since the 2022 African Cup, and he was on the bench for one other. But again, uh, not selected for four games. I mean, again, as in same as Joseph Adu. Um, I think I'm just going to put him ahead on the possible list of Joseph Adu there because he has actually played a game. Uh, he was a sub in, uh, in the 2021 uh, African Cup, but actually he didn't see any action. So 
uh, spent the time on the bench there. But he is a veteran. He's been with the team since 2009 and has 70 caps. And he is uh, 32 years old. And uh, he recently, oh no, not recently, he uh, moved to America to play with Columbus Crew in USA and uh, was with um, ANSI in Russia. Uh, that was a team they poured a lot of money into uh, and a lot of players went there and then and then suddenly left, if I have the story right. Uh, and he's played in uh, Spain, uh, France and Italy and South Africa, all over the place. Uh, um, yeah, um, and he has been uh, with the squ uh, African Cup team and participating in African Cup since the 2010 uh, African Cup, mostly as a substitute, but around 2014 for the World Cup, he uh, got a starting position and for the 2015 African Cup too. And then he went back to being a sub after that. But uh, he still kind of uh, in and around a little bit, so probably not a starter, but I wouldn't be surprised if he made the cut. The next possible candidate is Abdul Moomin. So Abdul Moomin started none of their six games since the recent African Cup, but was on the bench for two of them. Uh, so um, he was actually selected for the 2021 African Cup, but he uh, sat on the bench the whole time. So he's been with the team since 2022, but still to earn his first cap, the 24-year-old. And he plays for uh, Victoria Guimaraes in Portugal and was in Denmark before that. Um, with a couple of, uh, couple of teams in Denmark. And uh, there we have it. So his first tournament, that 2021 African Cup. Uh, so a young player who could make it. Uh, finally, as a possible candidate, we have Aladu Seydou. And uh, including his first appearance on the bench uh, in June of this year, he started the, the last two uh, of their uh, games uh, there. So he spent uh, two on uh, two matches on the bench and then played in those uh, uh, friendlies in Japan. And I should say he actually uh, played one game as a central defender and the other as a right defender, uh, whatever that means. And he got a red card uh, in that last game. I think it was against Chile. And I don't know if that affects him because uh, it was a friendly, if that affects him uh, in the... Um, in the games he'll play after this. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I'm going to actually put him, he seems like actually um, maybe a bit more likely than Jonathan uh, Mensa. I'm not that sure. But uh, So Seydou, a young player coming in. I don't know if I mentioned his age, but he's 22 years old. Okay, and then we have two players who are um, who seem to be off the squad. And that is Ismail Ganiu. So I'll just say he last appeared for the national team in November 2021. And uh, he plays in uh, Ghana. And the other one is Nicholas Opoku. And he also uh, last appeared for the team in 2021 in June. So um, uh, off the team a bit longer than Ganiu there. But he does play for Udinese in Italy and has done so since uh, 2018. And I think he's currently on a long loan to Amiens uh, in France. 
So the club affiliation actually uh, does matter and may make him more of a candidate, but I suppose it comes down to how well he's playing for those teams. So uh, an outside chance, and I'll put Nicholas Apoku above uh, Ganyu because I think the club affiliations will favour him there. So in review of central defenders, we have definite candidate uh, Daniel Amarte, who will be a starter. And, uh, oops, will be a starter. And we have Alexander Jiku, who uh, didn't play the last few games, so I'm not confident to put him as a starter. But I think he'll make the cup and at least be a substitute. And um, um, Jonathan Mensah, Aladu Seydou, uh, Joseph Adu, Adu and Abdul Mumin, uh, all possible candidates, at least a couple of them should be chosen, uh, but I don't have the confidence to say any of them will be starters. All right, well, let's move on to left backs, and uh, I'll introduce the players first. So first is uh, Baba Rahman, and i got to say, uh, when I first uh, uh, met Baba Rahman, uh, I didn't meet him, I just mean when he first came into my sphere of attention, uh, he was called Baba Rahman, but I saw that on his shirt he has Baba on the back, and now I see on some of the sources he's just listed as uh, Baba or Rahman Baba. So uh, uh, you get these players once in a while whose uh, first and last names get kind of mixed up. Anyway, I'm going to continue calling him Baba Raman until I receive definitive evidence otherwise. We have a likely candidate in Gideon Mensah, and we have a possible candidate in Dennis uh, Nkrumah Corsa. Then we have uh, Mantari Kamaheni as a possible but unlikely, and Ibrahima Imoro as a player who seems to be off the squad. So we'll go back to the beginning there with Baba Rahman. He's a kind of a veteran for the team, at least since uh, 2014 when he earned his first cap. And he started two of their six games after the recent African Cup. Uh, however, he was injured for the first two, and he was on the bench for one of them. So uh, he came back. So probably would have played more games. Uh, but that he was injured. And he was a starter in the 2021 African Cup. So we have him as a definite candidate. Uh, he's been with Ghana since 2014 and has 46 caps and one goal. And he's 28 years old. And he plays for Chelsea in England and has done so since 2015. But I don't think, um, in fact, I know he hasn't kind of nailed down a starting position. I've seen him on the field here and there. He's also been loaned out. So uh, he was loaned to Reading uh, most recently, but he was loaned to uh, Pauk in Greece and Mallorca and uh, in France and Germany, all over the place. He actually came to Chelsea from um, uh, from Augsburg in Germany. Um I thought he might be born in Germany. No, he wasn't, because uh, his, his youth club was, uh, his first club was in Ghana. Okay, uh, so he's been with the team since 2015. He was a starter uh, in the African 2015 Cup. Um, and uh, uh, again in 2017 Cup, but he got injured uh, in game one early there. 
just 39 minutes in, so he was out for the tournament. And he was on the bench for the first game of 2019, but uh, assumed a starting position uh, from game two onwards. So, uh, and then a starter in 2020-21. So that's why we have him as a definite candidate, um, giving them some experience there. Uh, the next one is far less experienced, Gideon Mensa, and uh, almost seems to be challenging Baba Rahman uh, for that position because he's played it a lot. He started four of their six games since the uh, uh, recent African Cup, but he wasn't selected for the last two friendlies. There were, are a few top players who didn't make that trip to Japan. Uh, but now I'm thinking that uh, at least two of those starts were because Baba Ram, Raman was injured. So we'd uh, have to say Baba Ramian still holds the spot. Um, Gideon Mensa was at the 2021 African Cup. That was his first tournament, but he was uh, on the bench the whole time. So he has uh, been with the team since 2019 and has 11 caps, and uh, he's uh, 24 years old. And he plays for Auxerre in France. That's a recent move. He was with Red Bull Salzburg uh, for five years before that, uh, but uh, Salzburg loaned him out actually um, most of the time that he was there. So, uh, Gideon Mensa, uh, first tournament in 2021 uh, 21, or January 2022 on the bench. The possible candidate is Dennis Nkrumah Corsa. Dennis Nkrumah Corsa. And uh, he is uh, brand new to the squad. He's been on the team just uh, since 2022. His first cap was in March of this year. And he started actually the first of their six games since the 20, uh, 2022 African Cup. I just want to make sure because that would have been the important game uh, against Nigeria. And um, uh, he was on the bench for that game, actually. So I'm not sure which game it was he started. Um, anyway, um he has four caps and is uh, not young, uh, 26 years old. So another player who kind of joined the team uh, a little bit later. And he plays for Hearts of Oaks uh, in Ghana. So uh, a local base player there. I'm just burning to know which it is of the games he started. It was one of those friendlies in Japan, um, not the game against Nigeria. I would have been surprised if he had started, although they did start... Uh, one new player uh, against Nigeria that surprised me, but that's a story for later. Uh, the possible but unlikely player is Montari Kamaheni. So he first appeared on the bench uh, for two games in November 2021 before the African Cup there. But uh, he wasn't selected for the African Cup, but he was uh, on the bench again in March 22. However, he then suffered a cruciate ligament injury. That's the the one that often takes six, uh, I, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I know from, from soccer, though, that it takes, I think, nine months to a year uh, to heal. So he may be injured uh, for the African Cup, but it, it looked like he was kind of making inroads there. He plays for Ashdod in Israel, and the 22-year-old uh, doesn't have any caps yet. Um, 
So I'm saying possible but unlikely, uh, provided he recovers from injury. Uh, the player who we think is off the team now is Ibrahim Amoro. He last appeared for the uh, national team in March 2021. And he has appeared in the local, uh, the local tournament, the African National Championship, uh, uh, since. But, um, yeah, uh, not a likely candidate. Um, so, uh, going over the candidates, I would say, uh, from the evidence, Baba Rahman still holds down the starting position. And uh, Gideon Menser, I thought he was making a challenge, but perhaps he was just replacing... Uh, Baba Raman when he was injured. And then we have Dennis Nkrumah Corsa as a possible candidate. All right, let's move over to the right back position. And um, we don't have a definite candidate there. So uh, sometimes it happens that if they have an overload of left backs, I'm thinking of Gideon Mensah, uh, they'll move him over to the right. And in fact, we did see that uh, young central defender, um, uh, Aladu Seydou play on the right uh, for one of those friendlies in Japan. However, the person uh, most likely in the position is uh, Andy Yeadom, but we don't have him as a definite, but as a likely, and I'll talk uh, soon about that. Other candidates at the portable level are Dennis Odoi and Abdul Fatahou Mohammed. Uh, both uh, possible candidates. And then uh, seemingly off the team, we have Benson Anang and Philemon Bafour, who uh, in our podcast uh, leading up to this tournament, uh, sorry, in our podcast for the uh, 2021 African Cup last January, uh, I'm supposed to be referring to that here and there, um, uh, he took us by surprise by being selected to the squad kind of unexpectedly. But I'm jumping ahead of myself there. So I'll go back to talk about Andy Yeardom, the uh, likely candidate. So uh, Andy Yeardom has uh, started two of their six games uh, since the recent African Cup and subbed in for two others, on the bench for one and not selected for one. Uh, Andy Yeardom uh, did was the starter in the 2021 African Cup, so uh, 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 a good a good candidate for being the starter here. Uh, he has been with Ghana since 2017 and has 26 caps and is 31 years old. And he plays for Reading in England. He was born in England, so he has played for. Um, uh, uh, clubs in England, starting with the Watford Youth Club, but actually fairly small clubs in England, Hayes, ba Braintree, Barnett, Barnsley, and then Reading, so kind of moving up uh, to bigger clubs. Reading is still uh, in the second division of, of England there, so uh, he uh, it's not, it's not a, um, an impressive club affiliation there. So he's, his first tournament was the African Cup 2017, where he was a bench player, but he did start. Um, uh, they actually had two B-team games in that tournament, and he uh, started both of them. But uh, he started as a right back in one of them and the left back in the other. So maybe his position is not uh, fully decided yet. Well, it is. He's a right back uh, since then. Uh, he was a right back in all four starts of the uh, African Cup 2019. 
and uh, also in the 2021 African Cup. So uh, the most likely candidate there. And uh, Dennis O'Doy um, is a possible candidate. His first cap was in March 2022, uh, and he started... Um, uh, does that mean he too started the Nigeria game? And in this case, it's true. So a bit, a bit of a surprise to start a rookie... Uh, in such an important game, the World Cup playoff with Nigeria, but he did. I'll just check whether he started the second one too. Uh, yeah, he started both. Wow. Uh, so that's uh, big. He was born in Belgium and played for Club Bruges in Belgium. He actually played for the Belgium national team in 2012. And uh, I've been talking about him as if he's a a young player. He is new to the squad. His first cap was in 2022, but holy cow, he's 34 years old. So he's been around for a long time. Before Club Bruges, he was with Fulham in England uh, for six years. And um, so uh, I'm actually going to move him up to uh, likely uh, maybe the biggest, um, the biggest strike against him there is his age. Uh, 34 years old is a bit old as a soccer player. Uh, defenders have a bit longer of a lifespan, um, um, it seems, but um, uh, very surprising that he's moved into the position and is actually challenging EA Dom uh, for it there. Okay, the next possible candidate is uh, Abdul Fatawu Mohammed, and uh, he last appeared for the national team in 2021, so I'm not sure why I have him as a uh, possible candidate here. Um, he wasn't on the African Cup squad, and I'm going to move him down to... Um, seems to be off the squad, actually. Yeah, there's nothing really... Uh, um, Sorry, nothing really to justify him being a possible candidate. Okay, uh, and we have two uh, two who seem to be off the squad. Uh, squad Benson Amang last played for the team in March uh, 2021. He's a young uh, player, but didn't uh, didn't. Uh, it, it seemed like he got a look at, and then and then was not considered any further. And I mentioned Philemon Bafour as a, a surprise candidate um, who surprised us by making the uh, roster for the 2021 African Cup. Uh, but it turned out he, he was not even on the bench uh, for game one and was just on the bench otherwise. So he made a move from uh, Dreams FC Academy in Ghana to uh, Rio Ave in Portugal uh, uh, this year. And while Rio Ave is not a huge team, uh, that is a good move for him. So he still doesn't have any caps, but he was uh, on the 2021 uh, African Cup squad and he is 21 years old. So maybe someone we will see down the road. So a review of right backs. We have Andy Yeadon and uh, perhaps Dennis O'Doy uh, challenging his position or perhaps an out of position player uh, challenging it. Uh, he doesn't seem to have it fully nailed down, although he was the starting right back in each of the last cups. Okay, and uh, we'll move on to midfield now. 
Um, we'll start with, uh, well, we have a category for general or versatile midfielders, uh, but we don't have anyone who's kind of um, uh, coded that way. So uh, we will move on to defensive midfielders. So um, in our previous podcast, we didn't have anyone in the definite or uh, likely position or possible position, but now we have a new player uh, coming in in the possible position, and that player is Alicia Owusu. Uh, sorry, Owusu, Alicia Owusu, and uh, we have Af uh, Afrie Aqua as a player who seems to be off the squad uh, there. So we'll go back to Owusu. So he uh, earned his first cap in March of this year, twenty twenty two. And he hadn't started any of the games, but he was subbed in for one of them and on the bench for one of them. Uh, and he plays for Ghent in Belgium, and he just has that one cap, and he's 25 years old. He was born in France. So uh, perhaps uh, we'll make the squad. We have him as a possible. The other defensive midfielder is Afrié Aqua, and I'm pretty sure I'm saying that name wrong. Uh, so I have to talk to a Ghanaian person about that. Uh, but he seems to be off the squad. He last appeared for the team in March 2021. Uh, but he was in and around the squad all the way from 2012 to 2021. But never, uh, 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 he was a part of uh, one, two, three, four um, tournaments, but uh, never as a starter. Anyway, he seems to be out of the picture now, so we won't dwell on him so not as uh, uh not a lot of players coded as defensive midfielders but as i said near the beginning they do have a lot of players uh coded as central midfielders so we have two definite candidates in uh thomas parkey and mohammed kudus and we have two likely candidates in idrusu baba and in edmund addo and we have a possible candidate in uh, Mubarak Wakaso. Okay, and then we have two players who seem to be off the squad in uh, Emmanuel Lamoti and Majid Ashimeru. But they've been around recently enough that uh, they could make a comeback, and that's why we have them here. Okay, so... Um, uh, as it turned out, even though we said going into the cup that they kind of overloaded uh, with central midfielders, uh, it turned out that Kudus uh, um, and Wakaso were both unavailable. So uh, Party and Baba were the main ones in the cup. Uh, Edmund Addo was strangely ignored as the starter. And uh, instead, they pulled back uh, an attacking midfielder who I'll mention later. Uh, to play in the central midfield. And uh, as we said at the beginning, they don't have many left or right midfielders. So these players tend to fill in and that explains uh, why they have so many who seem to be starters. So some of these players are um, kind of moved from the central part of the field to the right or the left part of the field. We'll begin with uh, Thomas Party here. So he is a definite candidate and uh, he started the first two of their six games since the African Cup. However, he was injured for the last four of those. Um, 
nevertheless, it seems like he'll recover in time for the cup. And uh, if he does, he is certain to be uh, on the squad at the very least. So he's been with Ghana since 2016. He has 40 caps and 13 goals. I'll come to that a bit later. And uh, he is uh, 29 years old. So he's with Arsenal in England uh, now and has been since 2020. And he was with Atletico Madrid uh, before that. So played for uh, clubs in Spain uh, throughout his career. His first tournament was the uh, 2017 African Cup. And um, he was a starter in that tournament as well as the 2019 and 21 African Cups. So uh, a real fixture for them is Thomas Party and a definite candidate. Uh, Mohamed Kudus, uh, what did we have him as a... Um, we only had him as a likely candidate. I'm not sure why. Uh, he's very popular. There's a lot of excitement among uh, Ghanaian fans uh, about him. And um, he started all six of their games since the 2020, uh, since the recent African Cup. However, he was not part of that uh, African Cup. He was on the roster, but he wasn't on the bench for any of the three games. I was confused. And it turned out he had a fractured rib, I think. Yeah, he had a fractured rib for that tournament. We didn't know that at the time. We fully expected to see him. Um, but uh, now he's recovered from that fractured rib. He, again, uh, like Thomas Party, he's a, a fixture if he's fit. So uh, Mohamed Kudus uh, has been with the team since 2019. And he has 16 caps and five goals. So... Uh, 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 despite being central midfielders, both he and Thomas Party seem to score quite a few goals. And we'll talk about that a bit later. Uh, he's just 22 years old, so got a long future ahead of him. And he plays for Ajax in the Netherlands uh, and played for um, in Denmark before that. So as mentioned, he didn't. Uh, uh, he was injured for the 2021 African Cup. So um, really still awaiting his first tournament because he didn't play any games in that one. A likely candidate is Edrusu Baba. So he started three of their six games since the 2022 African Cup or the African Cup last January. And he, uh, in addition to starting three, subbed in for one. And he was also a starter in the 2021 African Cup. However, he got injured in game two uh at 65 minutes in and that injury ended his tournament but he's recovered now and he's been with the team since 2019 and has 18 caps he's 26 years old and he plays for mallorca in spain and has played for spanish clubs he's been loaned out quite a bit uh from his clubs and with the mallorca b team but um uh there we have it. Uh, uh, at 26 years old, a bit of a, a latecomer, at least to tournaments. Uh, his first tournament was in 2021. Next on the uh, list is uh, Edmund Addo, also uh, likely. He started three of their six games since the African Cup and was subbed in for one other. And uh, he was part of the squad for the recent African Cup, but just as a sub, although he came in. Uh, quite early into games, um, into games two and three, halftime in the case of game three. 
Uh, he's been with the team since 2021, and he has eight caps and is 22 years old, so quite young. And he plays for Sheriff Tiraspol in Moldova. Uh, that's the team that kind of surprised in the uh, Europa Cup there. Maybe he was uh, part of the reason they surprised, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, the African Cup, the uh, recent African Cup was his first tournament. Okay, and we have as uh, possible Mubarak Wakaso. Oh, Mubarak Wakaso is a veteran with the team, uh, but we only have him as a possible candidate uh, because he's he started... Um, uh, yeah, he hasn't been starting for the squad. Uh, he started the last two of their games uh, of the six games we talked about. So those would be the two in Japan, the friendlies, and otherwise subbed into one. And uh, uh, for the 2021 African Cup, he was another player um, like uh, Mohamed Kudus, who was uh, placed on the roster but uh, didn't end up being on the bench. So I was searching for information as to whether he too was injured or something like that, but none of my sources uh, were giving me that information. So I'll try to update that uh, in the podcast, but um, you know, indications are that he hasn't been uh, uh, playing, or I know he hasn't been playing for the team. I just don't know the reason why, but he is a veteran uh, he is a veteran of the team. He has uh, 70 caps since 2012 and uh, 13 goals. And for a while, he's been playing in China. He's with uh, Shenzhen FC now and with, uh, with Jiangsu Suning before that. He moved to China in 2020 from uh, Alaves in Spain and uh, played uh, most of his uh, uh career in Spain before that, including with uh, Villarreal. Uh, and he's been on the Ghana squad since, uh, I said, 2012, but tournament-wise from 2013. He was a starter in the 2013 African Cup. In fact, um, uh, he won the award for the top scorer of the tournament. That's a bit of a surprise. I think he was their penalty taker. Um yeah, anyway, I won't dwell on him too much. Uh, he was part of every tournament since then, but only a sub for the World Cup 2014. And, and uh, in the African Cup 2015, he, he was a sub who gained a starting position and uh, has been a starter ever since. But as mentioned in the 2022 World Cup, uh, sorry, in the uh, recent African Cup, there seemed to be some kind of a problem, perhaps an injury. Uh, so we'll have to uh, wait and see whether he plays some of their games between then and now. But for that reason, uh, we put him as a possible candidate, uh, despite his being a veteran on the team. Okay, moving on to uh, um, players who seem to be off the squad. Central midfielders seem to be off the squad. We have Emmanuel Lamote. He plays for Malmo in Sweden, but hasn't appeared for the national team since September 2021. Uh, and we have Majid Ashimeru, who uh, hasn't appeared for the national squad since uh, 2021. But he also has a pretty good club affiliation. He played for uh, he plays for Anderlecht in Belgium and Red Bull Salzburg in Austria before that. So those are pretty good clubs. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Uh, come back into play. Um, 
I'm just going to move him uh, up from um, uh, a little bit on the list. Uh, I just have to take a sip of water here, so please uh, accept a bit of a delay. All right, sorry about that. Okay, so a review of central midfielders. It's a very busy position. Uh, we have Thomas Party and Mohamed Kudus, who, if fit, are definite candidates. And we have Idrusu Baba and Edmund uh, Addo, who um, will, will likely be on the World Cup squad and possibly starters, but um, I don't want to commit to that. And then uh, Mubarak Wakoso, uh, sorry, Wakaso, who uh, is a bit up in the air because we don't know why uh, he's been missing quite a few games recently. So we'll try to find out that information for the update podcast. All right, moving on to the uh, left and right sides. I said we don't have a lot of candidates here. Um, um, we actually had, uh, in the, in the previous podcast, we had... Uh, Andre Ayew as a left midfielder, but um, that was basically a mistake, and he's an attacking midfielder. So, uh, but they do have a player coming in uh, who is a possible candidate as a left midfielder, and his name is uh, Christopher uh, Antuiage. So, Christopher Antuiage is uh, not dead new to the team because he. Uh, uh, I believe he was on the bench for uh, one or more games in 2019. Uh, or, or maybe that was where he earned his first cap, actually. So he just has one cap for the team. Uh, and even though he's new to the team, he's 28 years old. And he plays for Bochum in Germany. And sorry, I should start with why he is uh, uh, being considered a possible candidate. So he started one of their six games since the recent, recent African Cup, and he was also subbed in for one. And uh, those were the two friendlies in Japan. Uh, so uh, maybe not a strong bid there as, um, as a candidate for the World Cup, but uh, there we have it. He has played recent games. So he plays for Bochum in Germany. Uh, on the right midfielders, we have no uh, definite, likely, or even possible candidates. We do have an interesting character uh, in Jeffrey Schlupp, who seems to be off the squad. We'll come back to that. Uh, and two other players who seem to be off the squad, Rashid Norti and Kwame Opoko, uh, Opoku. So we'll go back to uh, Jeffrey Schlupp and uh, talk a little bit about him because it's an interesting case. Um, he's, his club affiliation is very good. He's with Crystal Palace in England, and he was with Leicester in England from 2010 to 17. Uh, in fact, part of the uh, shock Premier League win that Leicester pulled in 2015-16. So um, uh, he was born in Germany, uh, but has spent uh, even his youth, youth career in England uh, but he has never been um, he has never been selected despite that good club affiliation has never been selected for any tournament uh, he, he was first considered he's been on the team since 2011 on and off I can't believe this story 
2011 on and off, but has never been selected for a tournament. So uh, it's really odd. Um, he last appeared for the national team in September 2021. Uh, so uh, it's really surprising that he's never been selected. But we have to say that he seems to be off the squad because uh, he hasn't played for them uh, recently, you know. Uh, okay, uh, we won't spend as much time on Rashid Norti. Uh, Rashid Norti last appeared for the team in June 2021, and uh, uh, he had a cap in June 2021, so that's his uh, claim to at least being on the list here. Uh, Kwame Opoku uh, last appeared for the national team in 2021. He plays in Algeria. He has three caps in 2021, but uh, not since September of that year. So we'll throw those names out there. They may... Uh, you know, they may end up coming into the picture, but as for now, they seem to be off the squad. All right, we'll move over to left-wingers. And, um, uh, uh, sorry, I said they didn't have a lot of left-wingers. Uh, they didn't when we did the podcast in in uh, uh, just about six or eight months ago, uh, but now suddenly there's a, a few candidates so we have a likely candidate in Kalmadin Suleimana. Uh, Kalmadin Suleimana. And we have three possible candidates in Joseph Paintsill, Yoya Boa, and Daniel Afrie. And then we have two candidates uh, or two players who seem to be off the squad in Tariq Fosu Henry and Emmanuel Giasi. So going back to the top, uh, Kalmadin Suleimana, uh, we consider him a likely candidate because uh, even though he started none of their games since the African Cup, uh, he was subbed in for one and he was injured uh, for the first two of those, those two Nigeria matches in the playoffs. But um, uh, yeah, maybe we should move him down to possible. But anyway, he was on the squad for the 2021 African Cup and he started uh, all three games, so that's why we have him uh, as a likely. But I gotta say, uh, he lined up as a um, yeah, in kind of in position, a left attacking midfielder for game one and uh, a left forward for game two, but then he was a right midfielder in game three, so we may have to move him to a versatile midfielder uh, if he continues to roam around the field like that. Uh, he has been with the team since 2020 and has 11 caps, and he's only uh, 20 years old, so a young player, uh, and got that start in the 2021 African Cup. He plays for Rons in France. Uh, the first possible candidate is Joseph Paintsill, and he started one of their games since the recent African Cup and was on the bench for two others. And he also was a starter in the 2021 African Cup. However, he lost his starting position after game two and uh, was just a, a substitute in games two and three. Although he saw a, a pretty good field time coming in. Uh, in the 60th minute and 65th minute there. Uh, he's been with the team since 2017 and has six caps, so that's not a lot of caps uh, during that time. He's kind of been in and around, but he is only 24 years old, so has some time. He plays there uh, with Genk in Belgium, and uh, he is a possible candidate. Uh, next one is Yaya Boa. 
uh, and Yoya Boa uh, started none of that game since the African Cup, but he was on the bench for two of those and injured for the last four matches. So perhaps he was making inroads. Um, however, he didn't make uh, inroads uh, um, in terms of tournaments. He's never played in a tournament. Uh, so he has four caps since 2019 and is 25 years old. He also plays for Columbus Crew in the United States. He just moved there, uh, kind of an unlikely move, from Wisla Krakow in Poland uh, all the way over to Columbus Crew in the USA. So the agent uh, must have uh, kind of arranged a little travel trip for himself and found him a, a team on the other side of the world. So Yoya Boa, a, a Yoya Boa, a possible candidate. Daniel Afrie is the third possible candidate. He's a young uh, player, 21 years old, and he got his first cap in June of this year. And uh, but just subbed into one of those uh, uh, one of those friendlies. So he was brought over for the uh, uh, to Japan for the tournament. Was on the bench for one game and subbed into another. And he's a local player in Ghana with Hearts of Oak and uh, just has that one cap. But maybe a, a candidate for the future uh, unless he makes a real impression over the next few months. Uh, and finally, we'll take a quick look at uh, Tariq Fosu-Henry and uh, Emmanuel Giassi. I'm not sure if it's Giassi or Giassi. But anyway, Tariq Fosu-Henry last appeared for the uh, national team on the bench in November 2020. So he's well out of the picture. Uh, however, I do have him here because of his club affiliations. He's with Brentford, uh, who have recently promoted to the Premier League, uh, and he's been with them since 2022. However, uh, I don't think he... Um, well, he wasn't kept, uh, basically, for that promotion. Rather, he was loaned to Stoke in England. Uh, still a pretty respectable team. So uh, club affiliations might make him more of a consideration there. Emmanuel Giassi uh, last appeared for the national team in June 2021, and he plays for Spezia in Italy. So he got three caps in 2021, but uh, none since June of that year. So seems to be out of the picture, but uh, not beyond the realm of possibility that he might come back. So in review there, we have a likely candidate in Kalmadin Sulemana and possible candidates in Joseph Pinksel, uh, Yoya Boa, and Daniel Afrie. Afrie, Af uh, his family's going to phone and, and give me hell, I know it. Okay, for right-wingers, we just have one candidate in the possible category, and that is Osman Bukhari. Uh, Osman Bukhari started one of their six games since the recent African Cup, and he was subbed in for three others, so that pushed him up to possible uh, for us. He didn't go for that trip into, uh, to Japan, um, but then some of the some of the good players didn't didn't make that trip either. Uh, he wasn't selected for the African uh, Cup in 2021 or the recent African Cup. Uh, but in 2021, he did get six caps and one goal. And he's 24 years old and plays for Red Star Belgrade in Serbia. Uh, okay, well, that is uh, Osman Bukhari, the uh, portable uh, right winger. 
Now we move on to the kind of the forward line. I include attacking midfielders in the forward line. A bit of a random uh, division point there, but um, here we go. So um, just as a note, uh, going back to our original notes there, uh, their formation changes quite a bit. So uh, these players adjust position accordingly. So there's a bit of fluidity in the attacking midfielders. They may play as wingers. They may even play as forwards. And, uh, and um, so uh, these uh, labels are a bit artificial. But we have uh, Andre Ayew as an attacking midfielder slash forward. And uh, he is obviously a well-known player. Uh, Right, so uh, let's talk about his recent history because he hasn't actually been playing as much as all that. He scored uh, three of their eight goals in qualifying. There, uh, he was their top, uh, their co-top scorer, and uh, he, but he only started three of their six games since the twenty twenty uh, since the recent African Cup, and he subbed in for one. Uh, if you did watch that African Cup, you saw he got a bit of a harsh red card in game three, and that that really played a role in kind of scuttling their tournament um, as they lost, I think it was to Comoros in that game. Uh, so he was serving a two-match suspension after that. So that's why uh, he has only started three of the games. Uh, he's the captain of... Uh, so he was a starter, of course, in the 2021 African Cup, as well as the captain. and uh, But he did get... Uh, the boot from game three with a red card. I think it was 25 minutes uh, into the game. So he uh, is the captain of the team. He has been on the team since 2007 and has 107 caps and 23 goals. Wow, what a career. Uh, and that career is uh, probably just a few years from the end because he's 33 years old right now. And uh, he did play in the English League there from 2018 to 21 with Swansea. Uh, but now he's moved to Al Saad in Qatar since 2021. Uh, he's been with some big clubs. Uh, he was with West Ham in England and Marseille in France. And um, he's the son, uh, of course, of Abidi Pele, uh, the famous Abidi Pele, who at 17 years old won the uh, helped win the African Cup in Libya in 1982. So uh, the whole family is is very well known uh, in Ghana. And I don't want to dwell too much on him. Uh, suffice to say, he's been uh, a part of every tournament, uh, except oddly the 2013 African Cup, where he uh, basically uh, uh, declined to play. <clears throat> Uh, he kind of ruled himself unable to play, but otherwise he's been very loyal to the uh, uh, to the national team and has been a starter uh, throughout and a captain since 2019. So the the famous uh, uh, Andre Ayew, along with his brother, who we also consider a definite candidate. And oops, I'm supposed to kind of name the candidates first before I go through them in more detail. So I will uh, do that. Definite candidates, Andre Ayu, Jordan Ayu, and uh, Abdil, uh, sorry, Isahaku Abdul Fatawu uh, as a definite candidate. And then we have Daniel Coffey Kiera as a likely candidate. 
and then Samuel Owusu as a possible but unlikely, and uh, David Abagna uh, as a player who seems to be off the team. And um, I'm just going to mention a couple of uh, retired veterans, uh, uh, or <coughs> excuse me, uh, uh, veterans who don't seem to be part of the picture anymore in uh, Christian Atsu and Quadwo Asamo. I will just uh, give them a kind of a farewell, I guess. Uh, okay, so we did Andre Ayu, uh, and now we'll take a look at Jordan Ayu. So a few less caps than his brother, and he joined the team three years later. So he's been with the team since 2010, and he has 81 caps and 19 goals, and he is uh, 31 years old, so two years younger than than Andre. Uh, he started all four of their games since the recent African Cup and subbed into one other and was on the bench for the other. So uh, still very much in the picture. He was a starter in the 2021 African Cup as well. And uh, uh, he plays for Crystal Palace in England and has done so since 2019. He played alongside his brother at Swansea uh, for a little while there. And uh, he was with clubs in France before he moved to uh, England. Aston Villa was his first club uh, in England. So he was born in France. Uh, I'm not sure if I have that note. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it was, uh, they were both born in France, I think, because Abidi Pelé uh, was playing for uh, French clubs. I'm not sure. I'm just speculating on that. I should check it. Um. Okay, so um, he's been with the uh, uh, national team since uh, the 2012 African Cup. And I have a note for him for 2013. We saw that his brother uh, uh, didn't uh, play in that cup. And my note for Jordan is uh, under a self-imposed exile. I'm not really sure what that means. I should look into that. It seems like an interesting story. But he too has been quite uh, consistent with the national team starting in all tournaments uh, uh, except from 2012 onwards, except for that 2013 African Cup. I mean, I could wax on forever about these guys' achievements and accomplishments, but uh, we'd better move on. So they're definite candidates anyway. Uh, maybe maybe this would be their last tournament, uh, or at least Andre's. Okay, the next definite candidate is Isahaku Abdul Fatawu. So he started four of their six games since the 2022 African Cup, and he was subbed in for the other two. So he seems to have gained a more firm uh, footing. Perhaps he was replacing Andre, but uh, he seems to be getting more field time than he did during the African Cup, which he was selected for last January, but he was just a sub. He was subbed into games one and two, and kind of late at that. So, um, uh, oh, but he did go on to start game three uh, himself, so got a bit of field time uh, there. He's actually used more as a left winger uh, there, and... Um, He's been with the team since 2021 and has 12 caps. And he's very young. He's 18 years old. Um, so possibly uh, 17 years old when he played in the African Cup there. And he's with Sporting Lisbon in Portugal. So a very promising uh, 
promising young player. He moved to Sporting Lis uh, Lisbon recently uh, from Ghana, from uh, Standfast, uh, not even that big a club as far as I know in Ghana. Um, so a big move there and uh, looks like a name for the future or even for the upcoming African Cup. Uh, next, we have uh, Daniel Coffey Kiera. Daniel Coffey Kiera uh, started one of their six games since the 2022 African Cup and was subbed in for three, uh, three others. So um, seems to be making inroads here. In fact, he did in the African Cup too because he was subbed into game one late and then he gained a starting position for games two and three now he is the player who i said was selected over uh over ado edmund ado is it edmund uh, yeah edmund ado as a central midfielder so he's a, an attacking midfielder but he got the nod ahead of a central midfielder uh for that game uh, otherwise, he played as a left midfielder in game three. So he's been with the team since 2021, and he has 12 caps and is 26 years old. And he plays for Freiburg in Germany and has been with uh, uh, with German clubs uh, from his youth. Uh, from his youth, I don't have a note here that he was born in Germany, but at least uh, um, his youth career was in Germany. So. Um, Daniel Coffey Kiera, uh, 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 not young, 26, but new to the squad and making inroads. Uh, Samuel Ousu is a uh, possible but unlikely player. He last appeared in the uh, recent African Cup. And in that cup, he was, of course, on the roster and appeared uh, only in game three as a substitute. He subbed in for the last nine minutes there. Um, He's been with the team since 2019 and has 17 caps and one goal and is uh, 26 years old. And he plays for Kukariki in, in Serbia and played in Saudi Arabia before that. Um, actually, that's his second time with uh, Kukariki in Serbia. And he also uh, uh, played in, in uh, Turkey. And he was a part of the squad for the 2019 African Cup, uh, where he was just a sub. Um, but he was subbed into uh, games one and two, both early at 35 and 15. But um, uh, he's he suffered the ignominy. <laughs> he suffered the ignominy of being subbed into a game and then subbed out of a game. Um, which was unfortunate. It really was a tactical uh, decision after someone had received a red card, but uh, nobody likes that. I don't even like seeing it. Uh, okay, the uh, seems to be off the squad is David Abagna, and I believe we were surprised when he was named to the squad in uh, uh, in our last podcast. So. Um, he was named to the squad for the 2021 African Cup. Uh, he was uh, on the roster but saw no action. He wasn't even on the bench for games one and two. And uh, that was his last appearance for the national team. But he's only uh, 24 years old, so he might come back. Uh, he plays actually for Real Tamale in uh, Ghana. 
Okay, and then we'll just make quick mention of a couple of players who seem to be on their way out. So uh, Christian Atsu was a great forward, especially in the uh, uh, 2015 African Cup where he really kind of stole the show. And uh, he was with on the team from 2012 to 2019. Now, he really isn't that old. He's 30 years old. But um, uh, it's almost as if he is aging out here uh, in terms of clubs, too, because he was with uh, uh, Chelsea in England from 2013 to 17, and then Newcastle. And then he moved to Al Raid in Saudi Arabia in 2021. Now he's not attached to any club. So uh, he had a pretty good career, which started with the Porto Youth Club in Portugal. And he was on the national team uh, through the uh, 2013 African Cup and the 2014 uh, World Cup, uh, all the way to the 2019 African Cup, uh, where he got an injury in Game 2, 15 minutes into Game 2, which ended his tournament. And uh, I wonder if that injury kind of had had lasting effects on him. As far as the national team goes, uh, that was the last time he appeared for them. So uh, a great player who I, who I uh, remember really liking, uh, I think it was actually in the 2014 World Cup where I took notice of him and uh, uh, seems to be off the team. Uh, Quadwo Asamoa, uh, I won't go into so much detail because he's been off the team for quite a while now. Uh, uh, his story is uh, he was with the team from 2008 to 2019 uh, and was kind of at his peak in the, around 2010. So he was a starter in the 2010 World Cup and uh, also in the 2014 World Cup. Uh, but after that, for the 2015 African Cup, he was injured and didn't play in that tournament or in 2017. And he did kind of uh, come back a little bit in the, for the 2019 African Cup, but he only started uh, one game there and also subbed into one game. So uh, a bit long gone from the squad, but because he did pop up recently, um, I thought I would give him a kind of a mention and a farewell. He's he's uh, 36 years old, uh, sorry, 34 years old, so uh, maybe not completely out of the picture. Uh, he played for big clubs like Juventus and Inter Milan, and um, but I uh, uh, he, he may be retired now because he's not attached to any club. So uh, Christian Atsu and Quadwo Atamoa, kind of players of the past there. Uh, and the players of the present uh, in review, uh, attacking midfielders Andre Ayu, Jordan Ayu, and the young uh, Isahaku Abdul Fatawu are definite candidates and likely as Daniel Coffey Kiera. Uh, and we've talked about a couple of candidates who may come up. Uh, for secondary strikers, we don't have anyone on Ghana who fits that role. And so we move on to forwards. And uh, we have one definite candidate in Felix Afina Gian. And we have uh, three possible candidates uh, Quasi Okier Reed uh, as a possible, and Benjamin Tepe, and uh, Antoine Semenyo. Antoine Semenyo. And as uh, seems to be off the team, we have John Antwi and uh, Richard Boy, uh, Boyake. 
Boake. Oh, and uh, Caleb Ekiban and Joel Thamamea and Maxwell Abby Quay. And uh, we'll also talk about uh, uh, Asamoa Gian uh, and kind of bid farewell to him. So just the sheer number of names there uh, is telling the story of the forwards. So basically when we did the last podcast, uh, they don't have one. So um, it's probably the IU brothers who kind of step into that role or some other attacking midfielder. And um, uh, we didn't we didn't have a definite or likely candidate. And uh, we saw a couple of names pop up. Now, those players who popped up for the African Cup 2021 didn't play and some of them haven't played since. So they didn't really make uh, any inroads. I mean, I was absolutely shocked when they used a player who was brand new, not even a consideration, uh, sorry, he was a consideration for the African Cup, but he didn't make the squad, a brand new player uh, as the sole forward when they were playing their two playoff games against, against Nigeria. I thought, how bold to bring in, um, you know, to bring in uh, an, an, uh, an inexperienced forward uh, for such an important game. I'll talk more about it soon. Um, well, I'll talk about it now. That player was uh, Felix Afenagian. Anyway, no, just to finish what I was saying. So they seem to have been scrambling to find a forward, and they still seem to be scrambling to find a forward. So you'll see that all of these players are quite young uh, and new to the team. And honestly, uh, they may have found one in Felix Afina Gian, but beyond him, they still haven't really settled on anyone. Felix Afina Gian, so as I said, took uh, me completely by surprise by starting both games in the World Cup playoff against Nigeria and has played five of their six games since the African Cup and subbed in for one other. Uh, he was new to the squad um, when he was named to the preliminary squad for the recent African Cup. And uh, he was selected, as I said, for the preliminary squad, but he didn't make the final cut, which is odd in itself. So he is uh, 19 years old and, uh, well, he has six caps and one goal all since the... Uh, uh, since after the African Cup. so um, And he played uh, for Roma in Italy. But talk about fresh news here. It was just two days ago that he was uh, sold to Cremonese uh, in Italy. Now, uh, one of the sources say uh, he had signed a six-year contract with Roma in 2021. So that was looking good. Uh, but he... Uh, um, then was suddenly sold to Cremonese in Italy, which, uh, as far as I know, they may have moved up recently, but that's not a big name in my mind as an Italian club. But certainly uh, being with Rome, and he was playing games for Roma, uh, uh, was a, a good kind of credibility thing and, and obviously helped earn him the uh, starting spot for the Ghanaian team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether that uh, step down in club affiliation uh, um, uh, affects this situation. So there we go. They seem to have found a forward. And uh, as as things look now, he looks like a definite candidate. Uh, 
um, but we will have to uh, we will have to see. Okay, uh, moving on to the possible candidates. Um, we have Quasi Okier Reed. Uh, he was born in Germany, and uh, he was a consideration for the uh, uh, for the African Cup in 2021. Um, I'm just trying to see where we had him at that time. Uh, we had him as possible, but unlikely. Now he's moved up to possible. Uh, he didn't start any of their games since the recent African Cup, but he subbed in for three and was on the bench for two. So he seems to be catching the eyes of the administration there. Um, he's been with the team since 2018. So he's uh, 26 years old, but he didn't seem to make inroads uh, uh, he wasn't on the African Cup 2019 or 2021 squad uh, and so recently uh, has just made his way into the team. He plays for a team called Holsten Kiel in Germany. That's a, a pretty small club. I'm not even really familiar with the name. And he moved there just recently, uh, just this year. He was with uh, Willem II in the Netherlands, which I, I do know. And actually, he was with Bayern Munich too, uh, in Germany. But uh, Bayern Munich, uh, their secondary club, or maybe uh, I have to check this for the update. Uh, maybe a couple of caps for Bayern Munich. Uh, anyway, we move on uh, to another possible candidate, Benjamin Tete. So he started the last of their six games since the 2022 African Cup and was subbed in for one, and uh, but not selected for either of those playoff matches um, against Nigeria. Now he was selected for the African uh, Cup, um, uh, but he he was only a sub in that uh, kind of coming in late uh, for games one and two. He actually got in trouble, uh, if you watch that cup, got in trouble. Uh, he got a red card on the sidelines. Uh, he was just on the bench, but he actually really uh, hauled off and, and uh, punched a Gabonese player and then ran away to the dressing room uh, to hide there. Uh, but the referee made it clear that he, he was getting a red card. So uh, nevertheless, he has been... Um, back with the team after that and he plays for Hull in England since 2022 and with uh, Yeni Spor in Turkey before that and Sparta Prague uh, before that so he's kind of been all over the place uh, in his in his club career and uh, but as far as Ghana goes he's only been with the team since 2021 and he has seven caps and is 25 years old so Benjamin Tete uh, possible candidate and the last possible candidate is Antoine Semenyo so he uh, uh, um, interestingly his first and only appearance no that can't be right because he's 22 years old okay well I'll just say um, I'll just say that he was born in England and he has uh, one cap which was this year and is 22 years old he plays for Bristol City in England. I think uh, some of the information I had for him there was wrong. So I don't want to, I don't want to say it. Uh, I should check it. Okay. And uh, finally, uh, several players who are no longer with the team. So I'll go through them quickly. One is uh, John Antwi. So he is, uh, 
actually 30 years old and only has two caps so uh, didn't ever really make it onto the team last appeared on the bench in march 2021 he does play for pyramids in egypt which is a fairly good club okay richmond boyake uh he's been in and around the gamma club uh oh sorry the the, the ghana national team for a long time and um uh you can see by his caps he's been with the team since 2012 but only has 19 caps he's 29 years old now i must say he has seven goals in those 19 caps uh which is pretty uh pretty impressive uh, he plays for lamia in greece now that was a recent move from Betar jerusalem in israel and actually the uh the variety of clubs he's played for is quite impressive, but I won't go into it. Uh, it seemed like he was always trying to get onto the uh, national team, but um, in 2013, he was selected but didn't see any action, and then he wasn't selected until finally was selected for the last African Cup, and he subbed into games uh, one and three there. However, that was the last time he appeared for the team, so he doesn't seem to be on it uh anymore um so um yeah a bit of a story of frustration it seems for richmond boyake and uh, pro uh has an outside chance especially given how few forwards uh, uh they seem to have uh caleb ecuban uh last appeared for the national team in november 2021 he was on the squad for the african cup 2019 uh, but was on the bench except for two games that he subbed into. Uh, but he wasn't selected for the 2021 African Cup. So he plays with Genoa in Italy and was with Trabzonspor in Turkey before that and Leeds United before that. So uh, pretty good club affiliations there. But as far as the national team, just that one cup uh, tournament in 2019 where he was a sub. Joel Famea. Uh, last appeared for the national team in September 2021. Uh, he's with Ruben Kazam in Russia. Uh, not one of the players, actually. There's quite a few players who played in Russia, but you see that they've gone to a different country uh, because of recent political events. Uh, he hasn't. In fact, he recently moved to Ruben Kazan in 2022, having played for Orenburg in Russia uh, from 2019 to 22. Uh, but I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole there. Uh, he was, um, he had six caps for the national team from 2015, but the 25 year old has never played in a tournament. So not even the recent African Cup. So uh, pretty far from reaching the squad. Uh, Maxwell Abiquay, on the other hand, did play in the African Cup. He was a bit of a surprise selection. Uh, in their scramble for forwards, I guess. Uh, however, even though he was brought to the Cup, uh, he he did not see any action in the Cup. And the last time he was actually uh, on the field for Ghana was, uh, oh, never. He has zero caps. I wasn't trying to be funny there. I just thought um, he would have had some caps. But no, he has no caps for the team. Um, he's quite young at 24 years old. Um, I got confused there because I have a note. He last appeared for the national team uh, in the African Cup. So um, he didn't have any uh, appearances even on the bench before being named to the squad. That's why 
it was a surprise to us. So, uh, yeah, uh, just someone, it seems they looked at in their mad scramble to find a forward and one of many who didn't work out for them. And all of this is a long-term project to replace uh, the great Asamoah Gyan. Uh, so uh, we gave a longer biography in the previous part, uh, podcast so i won't go through it all again but he's a very big name uh for them and was with the team from 2003 to 2019 109 caps and 51 goals that pretty much tells it all you know and uh he was actually uh kind of off the team uh um by the 2019 african cup but he was selected and uh, subbed into two games there but really his time was before that i'd say uh really from about 2006 to 2014 uh, uh, were kind of his prime years he played three world cups and was a noticeable character in them um okay so we also have uh nope that's it that uh, ends our discussion of the players and um there are a couple that we didn't uh, kind of go, uh, we didn't kind of review. So I'll review the forwards here. We have uh, Felix Afenagian as a definite. And we have uh, a few possible candidates in uh, Quasi Okiarit, Benjamin Tete, and Antoine Semenyo. But I got to be honest and say that their search uh, still seems to be continuing because uh, even if they have found one. Uh, one forward, uh, that's not enough, and they're going to need a few. So uh, uh, until then, though, they've been using attacking midfielders, especially the IU brothers. So we'll go through the team a little bit later uh, in review and uh, kind of looking at the starters. But um, we'll just do a couple of notes here. So I'll go back to uh, some of the issues we talked about at the beginning that emerged from the previous podcast. Hi, Kat. My cat is standing beside me, meowing. I don't have food for you. Okay, this is off topic. Uh, okay, so the first issue was goalkeeper and uh, whether they've settled on a goalkeeper. And in short, they haven't. Uh, they haven't settled on a goalkeeper, I would say. Um, it seems to be a bit uh, between Walcott and Atiziga. Uh, at Izigi, but there is a chance that uh, Ofori will come back in, so we'll uh, kind of keep an eye out for that. Uh, the second issue uh, that emerged at the beginning was an overload of central midfielders with not many uh, right and left midfielders, especially kind of more defensively minded uh, midfielders. But what we saw was that the central midfielders uh, are starting in those positions um, uh, or starting in those positions, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, and finally, we have the ongoing issue of no forwards. So uh, there were no definite or possible forwards when we did the podcast last time. They seem to have found one now, and the IU brothers kind of fill in uh, otherwise. Uh, but the mad scramble uh, seems to continue because they're, they're kind of trying out players and and um you know trying them and tossing them trying them and tossing them so that's why we had so many uh players 
at the forward line who are in the seems to be not on the on the team anymore position okay uh that uh now we take a quick look at their club affiliations so they're quite uh solid as far as this goes uh, almost all of their players play uh, in Europe, and a couple with some big clubs like Baba Raman uh, for Chelsea and um, uh, Isaku uh, Fatua uh, for Sporting Lisbon. And then, uh, you know, respectable clubs. Jordan Ayew uh, is, is a noticeable player for Crystal Palace almost every week. Uh, we have uh, a couple of players... Uh, playing for Columbus Crew, which is one of the top teams in the USA. And uh, Richard Oforio is with Orlando Pirates, one of the top teams in uh, South Africa. Uh, otherwise, most of the teams are kind of, uh, I would say, secondary or smaller teams. Sorry, I forgot to mention Thomas Party at Arsenal. Um, uh, kind of the big clubs but then most of them uh, most of the others are at uh, uh, you know respectable but smaller clubs like Genk in Belgium um, Bristol City in uh, England uh, Strasbourg in France like that Celta de Vigo is a pretty uh, decent club uh, Club Bruges in Belgium you know uh, this is the type of club they're with. Andre Ayew is the only one uh, kind of playing outside of Europe uh, in Al Sad. And no, we saw that Mubarak Rokasa was playing for Shenzhen uh, in China. Okay, so I would say uh, probably Morocco and um, Senegal have, have uh, um, more uh, bigger club affiliations. Uh, but I would say that this is a bit better than... Uh, uh, a bit better than Cameroon and uh, Tunisia. Uh, of course, that's very subjective and it's a bit elitist too, so I'm always a bit reluctant when I get to this part. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, I, I really don't uh, like the idea that, ooh, if you play for a European club, then uh, you're a better player than someone who's playing for a good club in Africa or Asia. Uh, but uh, I, I just throw it out there and you can form your own opinion. Now, I've uh, worked on a couple of stats. I'm kind of uh, happy about this. Um, uh, so I, I've got a total number of candidates that we listed. So what I did here was I took the uh, definite, likely, and possible candidates, and I kind of put them into a chart and uh, did a little math with them. So uh, Ghana uh, in that had a total number of 38 candidates. Now, this makes a bit more sense when we compare with other African teams and or with other teams, and uh, it's a new thing I'm doing, so I've only done the African teams so far. But um, uh, they have 38 candidates that we listed as uh, uh, possible, likely, or definite. Uh, that is a lot more than other teams. Senegal only had 24, and we did note that they were a very steady uh, group of players. Uh, the average right now among the African teams is 30, and Ghana has 38, so quite a bit more than the other teams. And part of that is they're kind of scrambled to find a forward, but they're trying out a lot of new players. And uh, I'm a bit worried, I must say, uh, about a team trying out a lot of players at this point. You know what I mean? 
Uh, okay, the next stat is the average age of the squad. So 25.7. And I suppose that goes hand in hand with trying out a lot of players because the average is 26.7. And this is on the young side. Morocco also has a young side too, whereas uh, Senegal, they're kind of veteran team, uh, veteran group of solid players is, uh, is the oldest among the African teams. So 25.7, a bit of a younger team. The average number of caps among those players uh, logically should be lower because they, they tend to be uh, trying out a lot of new players and in fact is, is uh, quite low. The average is 23.5, but there are 18.2. And that's including the fact that the IU brothers, uh, the IU brothers have so many caps. Uh, I'll just take a look at that because um, uh, I've kind of organized them. So Andre Ayu has uh, 106 caps. I think I said 107 in the podcast. The numbers may be a bit different. Uh, uh, Jordan Ayu, 81 caps. Mubarak Wakasu, 80. And Jonathan Mensah, 69. Then it jumps down to 46 uh, for Baba Rahman. And uh, pretty quickly it jumps down into the 20s and 10s. So uh, a lot of players there, um, a lot of players there have less than one cap. That is um, more more than half the players uh, have uh, have less than 10 caps. So I won't uh, drone on about it, but it tells us something that uh, they have uh, a fairly. Uh, we well, we we could say an inexperienced squad, as far as that goes. Especially if you factor the IU brothers out of the equation. And the final one I have is uh, total goals. So among these players that I've listed, they have seventy-eight goals, and that is uh, uh, lower than average. The average is eighty-three. So again, if you factor out the IU brothers, um, that would be a lot lower. Uh, so you can make of that what you will, but it tells us a little bit about the squad. Uh, they're not really uh, decided on their final squad, especially in the goalkeeper and forward line and uh, uh, trying out a lot of new players. Now we're going to look at uh, uh, players and issues to watch. I should change the title here. Players and issues to watch. So in defence... We have, is the goalkeeper going to be Wallacott or Atizagi or in, uh, sorry, Atizigi, or indeed will Richard Aforu come back to give the team a little bit more experience, at least on the bench? Uh, also in defense, uh, will Jiku hold down that central uh, defense um, position alongside Amarty or uh Will some of the other candidates uh, kind of be considered as they seem to be uh, in some of the recent games? For left defense, we have a question of uh, Baba Raman. Uh, Baba Raman versus uh, Gideon Menser. So uh, it looks like Baba Raman is the starter, but Gideon Menser has uh, provided a bit of a challenge there. Uh, players and questions in the midfield. Well, a lot of their bigger names are in the midfield. So uh, we have uh, two of their biggest names, Thomas Party 
Mohammed's Kudu. We also have uh, Mubarak uh, Wakasu. Um, so some of their bigger names are kind of in the central midfielders. Uh, so keep an eye on those uh, players uh, when you're watching the cup. And on the attack, of course, we have the uh, Ayu brothers, uh, who, because they don't seem to have found uh, anyone beyond um, a Felix uh, Athena Gian, uh, uh, it'll probably be the Ayu brothers uh, in the attack. And finally, uh, in the attack, a player to keep an eye on is uh, Felix Athena Gian. Now, I just want to share this little graphic. Here and this is the percentage of uh, goals, the percentage of goals of these players. So Andre Ayu scores in 21.7% of his games, and Jordan Ayu is a little bit higher at 23.5%. Uh, Afina Gian, uh, Felix Afina Gian is at 20%, but that's just one goal in five games. So really hasn't played uh, enough games uh, to tell. Uh, but some surprise, uh, some surprise big scorers are um, from the central midfielders. So we noted it during the podcast. Uh, Mohammed, uh, sorry, Mubarak Wakaso has thirteen games in seventy, uh, thirteen goals in seventy games. So is at uh, almost nineteen uh, percent there. Um, uh, Mohamed Kudus has five goals in 15 games, so really needs a few more games to uh, check, but that's 26.7%. And uh, the player with the highest percent of scoring, uh, to my surprise, is, I'll give you a few moments to guess, no, not the IU brothers, no, not the new forward they got, no, not someone who's uh, uh, now off the team like Gian Asamoah. It is uh, Thomas Partey the central midfielder with 13 goals in 40 games uh, for the only player who's above 30%. So that means he scores uh, one in three games, 32.5%. Uh, I was very surprised by that. And uh, actually 32.5% uh, is a pretty good uh, ratio, even for a forward. So uh, just a, a little, little bit of fun there. So you can look for those guys to get their gold, maybe Thomas Party. Keep an eye on him and Mohamed Kudus coming up from the midfield. Okay, in terms of new players, we have uh, quite a few, but uh, we won't necessarily go through them all. But we have uh, Felix Afina Gian, probably the most exciting one to watch in the forward line because he is... Uh, uh, getting a starting position there. And similarly, although he starts uh, kind of as a left midfielder or left winger so far, but uh, Isahaku Abdul Fatua, he's with Sporting Lisbon. Uh, the right winger, uh, Bukhari, uh, Osman Bukhari, uh, also seems quite interesting, uh, a young player. Um, with just six caps. And then we have uh, a couple of players in defense. Um, Alidu Seydou, uh, he's listed as a central defender, but one, one of his two starts was on the right wing. So maybe challenging uh, Yiedon for that position. And um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I'll maybe, uh, um, Benjamin Tete was one of the fours that they tried out who seems to have uh, who seems to have kind of uh, um, clung on a little bit. At least he started the last of their six games 
uh, after the African Cup. And uh, um, he, he may, I mean, given the lack of forwards they have, they might have to choose players that they're not uh, particularly sold on. Okay, and the last thing we'll look at is any injuries. And we only have one, uh, actually, uh, to a player who's not really established on the squad, but Mantari Kanaheni. So um, it looked like he was making his way onto the squad. Then he got a cruciate ligament injury. So uh, we, we, uh, we might never know, actually, because uh, that injury may leave him, uh, may continue until the cup. And notable absences, uh, finally, uh, Richard Ofori, and maybe not absent, there's still a chance he'll be there, but uh, that's the most experienced goalkeeper available to them. We were surprised they didn't choose him for the cup. The ever-absent Jeffrey Schlapp, who has a good club affiliation with Crystal Palace uh, in England, uh, that's actually the same team as Jordan Ayew, so... Both of them played there. Uh, has had good club affiliations, but somehow has never been able to make it onto the national team. Uh, but uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they suddenly brought him up. And then we say goodbye to a number of players. Uh, Gian Asamoa, definitely retired. Christian Atsu, an outside chance of him coming back into the team because he's only 29. Uh, and Quadwo uh, uh, Asamoa, uh, 74 caps, but um, 36 years old, uh, sorry, 34 years old, and uh, does seem to be at the end of his career. Uh, so it's, it's probably a farewell to them. Okay, well, we're going to uh, finish by uh, just going through the starting lineup uh, here. So I'll kind of copy what we had for the squad for those watching YouTube uh, into the bottom here. And for those who are actually just joining us for this party, just want a quick overview. Uh, this is it. Okay, so for goalkeepers, uh, sorry, uh, for manager, we have Milovan Rajovic out, uh, fired after they failed to pass the group stage of the uh, 2021 African Cup in January 2022. And we have Otto Addo uh, coming in, uh, uh, an ex-player for the club who has been kind of part of the administration for a little while and moved up from interim manager to manager. Uh, as far as goalkeepers go, we have a definite candidate in Lawrence Atiziki, uh, but definite to make the squad, but uh, I'm not so sure definite to uh, be the starter. Jojo Wallacott is also a candidate and he was the starter in 2021, but may have lost that position. And uh, possible candidates, Richard O'Forey, and Abdul Nuruddin, Richard Ofori, was the starter in 2019 and has the most experience. I wouldn't be surprised if they call him back, but uh, um, he doesn't seem to be in favor, uh, or, uh, you know, in their, in their views right now. Central defense, we have Daniel Amarty as a definite starter. And it looks like Annual, uh, uh, sorry, Alexander Jiku uh, is the starter alongside of him. But he hasn't played recent games, which made me put him down too likely. Uh, if he's not the starter, it'll be uh, probably among Jonathan Mensah, Alidu Seydou, Joseph Adu, or Abdul Mumin. Uh, as far as left back go, uh, uh, left backs go, we think uh, Baba Rahman 
is going to be the starter, although he has been challenged a little bit for the role by Gideon Menser. Nevertheless, both of them will probably be there uh, for the cup. And there is a, a chance for Dennis Nkrumah Corsa uh, to also be selected. For right backs, uh, Andy Yeadom and uh, Dennis O'Doy are likely candidates to be there, but um, uh, he hasn't, Andy Yeadom hasn't nailed down the starting position. And in fact, uh, central defender, uh, central defender Aladu Seydou actually moved over for one of the recent games. So they don't seem uh, particularly sold on him. Uh, for possible uh, candidates in the uh, defensive midfield uh, is Alicia Owusu, but if he makes the team, he'll probably be on the bench. However, central midfielders uh, will probably be not only uh, selected, but, but likely to start as well. So Thomas Partey and Mohamed Kudus, we consider definite. And uh, Idrusu Baba and Edmund Addo, I'd say definitely Idrusu Baba. I'll put him as a starter and Edmund Addo as a substitute will probably be there. The status of Mubarak Wakasu is a bit up in the air because I haven't figured out uh, why he hasn't been playing games recently, but he is a veteran and I wouldn't be surprised if he makes the squad. Uh, ooh, uh, in the left midfield, uh, well, we saw that they're pretty short of left midfielders and right midfielders. So we only have one possible candidate in Christopher Antwi Ajay, uh, but I'm not uh, ready to say that he has a good chance of making the squad. We'll see in upcoming games. Uh, on the left wing, a likely candidate is Kamaldeen Suleimana. So I'm going to put him as a substitute rather than as a starter. We also have a couple of po uh, possible candidates there. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them make it anyway, among Joseph Paintel, Yoya Boa, and Daniel Afrie. Uh, right ringers, though, we only have one possible candidate in uh, Osman Bukhari. So not ready to commit to say he's going to make it to the squad. Uh, now, looking at the attacking line, uh, the attacking midfielders are filling in as forwards uh, as they desperately scramble to find more of them. Uh, but for the time being, Andre Ayu and Jordan Ayu are often filling in the forward role. And uh, Isahaku Abdul Fatua seems uh, a regular on the field, usually playing on the left side. So we consider all three of those definite candidates and starters. A likely candidate is Daniel Coffey Chiera. So we would put him as uh, probably as a substitute, although I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see him on the field. Uh, and then among the forwards, they have a lack of forwards. So Felix Afena Gian seems to be the only one they seem to have uh, settled on. And he started some recent games, but wasn't in the African Cup. Uh, but we have a couple of possible candidates, but I got to say, not strong possibilities. Uh, and they seem to try players out and toss them aside as they madly scramble to find um a few players for this position okay well that brings us to the end of the podcast so this has been a look at ghana's uh, 2022 players and uh, keep in mind we'll be doing an update as new information comes out 
Uh, that'll probably be in uh, November, early to mid-November. Uh, that's when we expect the teams to publish their uh, squad lists and we'll probably wait until the final team is decided upon um, uh, for that. So, uh, oh, we are Soccer Files Canada. That's Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And you can check out our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm or if you want to uh, email us, it's soccerfiles at gmail.com. And uh, you can keep an eye on the show notes and the website. And we have done nine previous series before that. So if you want to dig into the history of the teams a little bit, uh, you can go to our website for that. Okay, thank you very much. And I hope uh, to see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>